Joshua from Ask the Child Whisperer, and I am here to offer you some parenting help that is real life for real life kids. Whether you have a mellow kid or super spicy, I'm the coach for you. Welcome back. Let's start with a story because oftentimes listening or watching or hearing about a kid's process really helps you figure out what is your strategy and even before then, how am I reading the situation? So when I was a teacher, there were three of us. As teachers, there were 16 kids in the classroom. They were two and a half year olds. And it was typical. We They got dropped off, some crying, some sadness, some kids, yeah, I'm ready to be here. We'd start off with a morning meeting. Then we would break up into small group or classroom experiences where the children got to pick where they worked or where they played. And at some point we would, you know, do the usual cleanup and we'd have another like meeting before lunch. And that's, you know, then we had lunch and then the kids would go home. So I'm just giving you this so you can kind of wrap your mind around this day. Well, this little girl would come in and sometimes grumpily, sometimes happily, you didn't know. Um, And she would come in and she'd kind of watch everyone. And she would participate in meeting as far as she would sit and you could tell she was really taking it in. Sometimes she would sing, sometimes she'd do motion, sometimes she wouldn't do anything. But you could tell she was taking it all in. And when it was time for work time, she would maybe dabble in this or that and she'd take a little break from say doing puzzles and she'd go to her cubby and she'd go change her clothes. Completely change her clothes down to her underwear. Mind you, at this age, there were a lot of kids who could barely manage taking off pants or shoes. No, she could take everything off and redress herself and put all of her dirty things away and put them all back in her cubby. So now this is where I want to slow down so that you can think about what would you think of that? What would you think of that? What would you think of it as a teacher? What would you think of that as a parent? Well, one of the people I work with thought that it was not a good use of her time, Um, that she was at school to learn how to interact with people and how to use materials, and that there was no reason for her to be changing. In fact, she had watched her and she would often go over and point out, but you're not dirty. You're not wet. Those clothes aren't too tight. Those clothes aren't too hot. You're not too cold. And so her strategy was to point out that there were better things to do. And quite frankly, it was inappropriate for her to be changing so many times throughout the day. Now, this became her hill to die on. This teacher thought, I have to teach this kid to go with the flow, to follow the schedule. Her parents are paying a lot of money. She's not even touching the clay. She's not working with wire. She hasn't dabbled in this or that. And so she really wanted the little girl to participate in all these other activities. She also was like, well, she just can't always do her own thing. Like, why can't she come with the group? Why can't she enjoy and be part of what everyone else is doing? Now, this was the adult's point of view. What was happening to the little girl was she would become quieter about, she was always quiet, but I think she became much more sneaky in her way of getting to her cubby so that it wasn't as noticed by that particular teacher. 
she started to change faster. And I'm assuming she was thinking in case this teacher comes by and tries to interrupt me. And the teacher did not read those clues, or maybe she did, but she dug in. And so before you knew it, every day, there were a couple of battles, if you will, battle of wills between the teacher and this child. She, trying to explain to the child, there was no need to change. And the child, in her own little way, digging in and saying, oh, I will get changed. So on one day in particular, she, the little girl, had it. And with this teacher's interruptions. Mind you, I watched and realized, oh, this girl's communicating. Eventually, this other teacher will get it. So this little girl decided one day when the teacher came to interrupt her that she had had enough. So she took off all her clothes and stomped out onto the yard naked. And she sat down and sucked her thumb. And so I thought, well, that's it. She's made a statement. (laughs) This is important to her. It's meaningful to her. So behind the scenes, I had been trying to have this explanation this kind of explanation, this let's, let's look at it. Let's remove ourselves from looking at it as a kid who is just, it's her way or the highway. Um, I didn't understand why the teacher was reading it that way. I didn't understand why it was so important to teach this little girl not to change so many times in a day. And I'm going to walk you through our vastly different perspectives on this. One, I thought that this was skill building 101. She knew how to take care of her body and she also knew how to take care of the environment. So she changed completely by herself and she was able to put her belongings in the appropriate bags and to put them in the appropriate place so that they would be taken home. This child never lost an article of clothing. She always knew where her things were regardless of where she started to change. And so I thought, wow, that's really interesting. That's really higher level thinking than where her peer, most of her peers were. The second thing, I didn't know why it was so necessary for her to change her clothes so many times. I felt because she did it so often that maybe there was an element of joy, but maybe there was another element that I wasn't quite understanding, that I wasn't able to read. Lastly, I felt that she was so confident in herself that she could dabble in collaborations with kids, meaning she could play alongside them. She could play with them for a little bit, but that isn't what made her feel whole. Doing this part, this little system, this little ritual in her day was fulfilling and served a purpose. And that purpose, even though I didn't know what it was, was important and significant for her. So yes, totally different perspectives about a kid getting dressed and undressed. So when the teacher finally backed off because she realized, oh, this kid has put up an ultimatum. Let me do it or I'm just going to go sit out here naked, (laughs) which I thought was brilliant. The teacher decided to back off. And lo and behold, when we asked the little girl, um, could you finish this idea first because this kid is, wants to finish this game with you? 
can you finish this and then go change? She was like, okay. When we'd say, um, can you leave that on for two more minutes? Because I want to cut carrots with you because I want to, I, I wanted to ask you to come help me dig this hole. Okay. So when she found that there was relationship, when she found that there was someone taking on her perspective, even though we didn't know entirely why it was so important, more often than not, we'd get an okay. She would delay that gratification. She'd delay that ritual because there was a connection there. The reason why I tell this story and why it's so significant is because oftentimes our perspective is, we know better. We're going to show you. I'll teach you. We see the world from such a warped or singular point of view, and it in no way takes into account this other little person who does have an opinion, who does have preferences, who does have something that may make them feel good. I don't know if her changing was the way of her resetting for the next collaboration with another kid. I don't know if changing her clothes was because she felt that she had gotten dirty some way, somehow, and she could fix this problem on her own without needing help or without having a blowout or without having meltdowns. I don't know why it was important for her to remove herself from the group so many times. But what I do know is that it was peaceful. I do know that it was graceful. I do know that it was complex in the tasks that she was achieving on her own at that very young age. What I do know is we had an entire school year for her to touch the materials, for her to play with other children, for her to have longer conversations. So oftentimes what we do is we kind of put something, we create this false target. We lean in really hard. And what we forget is there's another little person on the other side of this having their own life experience. So with that being said, I want you to sit back and really think about a time that you dug in fiercely with your child. Was it a singular perspective that you were using? Were you truly in collaboration? Because fear is not a good motivator. I'm doing it because I'm scared she won't play with other stuff. I'm worried that those aren't really good, healthy, well-rounded factors. You need connection to figure out what really is at the core. And maybe she changed her clothes because she felt it gave her a sense of control. There was something she could control throughout her day because this was her very first preschool experience. And this was the thing that made her feel safe. And so if in fact it was based on security and safety, who am I to take her feet out from under her? So remember, parenting and the choices we make and the things that we want to teach our kid or change about them, if that is based 99% on only your perspective, it's faulty, it's not helpful, and you're probably doing the opposite that you think you want to get out of this situation, right? You think you are encouraging, building confidence and many times you are doing the opposite because your actions are not connected to this other person in any way, shape, or form. So if you're wondering, did she ever stop changing her clothes so much? 
Actually, she dialed it down a lot, but you know what? She was always particular about her clothing as she grew. And if she deemed that her clothing were uncomfortable or dirty, yes, she would change. So do you see how this was a lot a lot of it was based on her personality. And so someone was trying to rewrite or rewire her and why that wasn't going to work. Did she have resentment toward the teacher? I would say yes, because she was mindful not to go too close to her. And when she was really angry, upset, that wasn't the teacher she would go to for encouragement or for hugs or support. So be mindful. There are always more perspectives that you can take. You have time to consider many before you make drastic or repetitive or hardcore moves. Thanks again for spending time with me. Thanks again for letting me teach you through story and unusual ways. If you have a kid who's really tricky, who's overwhelming to you or a child you're really worried about and you've kind of read every book and you've asked every person, why don't you give me a call? Why don't you email me at info at askthechildwhisperer.com? I would love to help you figure out how to connect with your child and how to start forward progress in a way that feels meaningful and connected to both you and your child. Have a great rest of the day.